2: Aloha, everybody. I'm Rima. I'm Jason. And I'm Peyton. And this is Strange Indeed, a podcast dedicated to the show Lock and Key.
4: Is it really a podcast dedicated to Lock and Key? I've heard you talking about some other show.
1: <laughs> We've for been dedicated to so many things. <laughs> for today, we
2: are okay,
0: dedicated to Lock today, and
4: Key. <laughs> this moment, today we'll be recovering Season 2, Episode 5 of Lock and Key, Past is Prologue.
2: Yeah, tomorrow will be Dexter so yes. we're, we're switching loyalties a little bit. <laughs> Our dedication is real
4: flimsy. Um. Yeah.
2: We, flip Fact, we may even
4: saunter over to fake off later. Who knows?
2: Yeah. yeah I like, we, we, we don't know where we land. We, we, we just can't be trusted around we here. use that word dedication lightly. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm excited to talk to about you know, um. lock and key. Sort of.
1: Yeah
2: yes, i i'm I'm pumped about this episode. I think I texted you Pake, uh, after uh, I had watched it and mm-hmm. I was like, now they put the they took their foot off the brake and put it on the gas. Yes. <laughs> Finally.
4: Why did you text Pake about that and not me?
1: Um, I don't know. I think because uh oh, <laughs> I was, I that was that tutoring day day. her in trig. I mean Spanish. <laughs> <It's>, uh,
2: um... <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> I don't believe
2: it. <laughs> no. I um. think because we had just um, wrapped Dexter. Uh, last week and we were talking about he's like oh did you watch episode five yet and i was like no not yet i've been really busy and so when i watched it later that night i texted him immediately because i just i we were okay that's fine (laughs) sorry we didn't talk about it i just said finally i'm just
0: kidding anyway
2: i don't want to hurt anyone's feelings anyway so it sounds like we're all pretty excited about this this weeks i mean yeah just what you said yeah give general thoughts
4: it's progression of the story exactly what i was hoping for yeah and it was good too otherwise besides that even it was fun and exciting and interesting i was glad to see uh, i was kind of shocked to see they went inside a demon's head but then so glad they did and it really sort of there are some things figured out for the characters this week and for us too, I think. So that was cool and interesting.
1: Yeah. Stuff that we've been waiting for, for a while Mm -hmm. to happen finally, like, Oh, now we finally, well, I'm
4: even surprised. Like I, I didn't expect, um, not to jump too far into the discussion already, but I didn't expect Kinsey to figure out that Gabe was Dodge right now. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't either. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was glad they, they, yeah, I, I hope think it's they- a good
1: time because it's halfway yes. through the season now. So yeah. we the back half is dealing with that and kind of, I guess just with the exactly.
4: pace of the show, I expected maybe Dodge to like do something first, but he didn't they, or, or she or whoever that is, <laughs> uh, but she just figured it out. So it was, it's cool. I mean, it's definitely mm-hmm. kicked things into the next phase.
2: Absolutely. <clears throat> Well, I, I, I have a feeling we're we're going to start going into our talking points for too long if we keep talking just general <laughs> thoughts, So, because uh, I know we're all pretty enthusiastic about talking about this episode. Let's go ahead and jump off uh, with our top three. Um, who wants to start tonight with their number three?
4: You want to go?
1: I can go. Either go way. Ahead. Go for it. <laughs> all right. Um, my number three, I'm going to talk Gabe, specifically – mainly focusing on his kind of uh feelings and emotions Mm -hmm. and the human side of gabe that i still think is kind of there uh but before i get into that i just had to i was like man the gabe theme music is so freaking cool and i'm super into it i don't know so i did i found it on spotify they have the the playlist or like the album up and it's just oh cool
2: And, uh... yeah and I, just, I like uh, that it's I got don't that, know that, that soul. they show
4: this like baby face kid
2: right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, well I think doing? that music I think helps because I think I've yeah. mentioned it a little bit it's hard to for me anyway to, to think yeah. of Gabe as yeah. sinister and evil because he's got that it's like sweet Baby face teenager but look to him.
4: So that I think said, that the actor's really good at going from scowling and looking like he really feels angry and nefarious to being that affable, mm-hmm. you know, innocent kid. Yep. He's yeah. really good at shifting between those two states.
1: <laughs> Definitely. And yeah, so that was just like a side thing, but just like whenever it hit, when he like, yeah, like, because like, he hops on a bike and he's like pedaling. But then you get like that real dark and <laughs> ominous music. I was like, but it works, and I really yeah, love the music. Yeah, I think it yeah, works. I like it. And, and they, then we see it a couple of times, like he's walking up the stairs that, to the room the first time, and then at the end of the episode when he shows up. And it's like if you look on like the soundtrack, the score, or whatever for the season on Spotify, like the song title is just Gabe. Like it's his theme mm. music. It's just Gabe, and I was like, yeah. I wonder like if it.
4: they're like the actress that played Dodge. She was so good, and. Mm-hmm. But because of the story, she can't really be... Well, maybe now she can, actually. Maybe she'll mm-hmm. be in it more now that the, the jig is up. Yep. Because um, I was wondering if the writers and the and the show writers were like, oh, man, we kind of wrote her out of the story. <laughs> but then it, the focus shifted over to this... I should know the, these guys' names, but the guy who plays Gabe. And um, they really needed to have confidence in him to carry the weight of being the villain. And I think he's done a pretty good job, a really good absolutely.
1: job. absolutely. And it comes with... Some, so hey, perfect segue back into the, the <laughs> main point that I have is yeah, like kind of the layers that he plays because we get this evil and kind of conniving, sinister, willing to do anything. But then, like I was saying, there's almost like a human part of him, and I was wondering about that. I mean, because we see at the beginning when he heads over there with that theme music, he's got a clear plan in head, like he, uh, in mind. He's going to go over there. He's going to use the music box key to control Kinsey and make her do what he wants him, uh, you know, what he wants her to do. And he's like, "All right, fine. I'm done screwing around. We're just gonna, you know, obviously she doesn't want to be with me anymore. So, okay, cool. We're just gonna play it, you know, bad cop." But when he gets over there and gets in the room with her, he backs off and goes back to kind of his—he
4: looks at the key, charming,
1: for a schmoozy kind of way, yeah. and he's—and I think it's there's something in him he doesn't want to hurt her or force. Her. Like there's, there is a connection to her that he has, and we've we've talked about this. You know, if he has developed feelings and stuff throughout that where then he's coming up. He's got the cover story of, you know, tutoring Eden and Trigg and going all, you know, through that. And he's very convincing, but, you know, he's able to get Kinsey back kind of like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. And back into his graces. And I think he prefers it that way is as much as it would be, you know, Eden keeps bothering him about just, just kill her. Just get, you know, let's just do this. Let's just do that. Just force her into this. And he's like, no, we got to do it my way. And I don't think he really has a good reason for that other than there is these feelings. And then I see it more when he's at the school with Tyler and Logan. And there's something about that moment when he's reacting to the theater photo of like Rendell and Lucas and the other kids. And I was really curious about that. I was like, you know, he wasn't in the Lucas form for that long. I don't think, but he still has this like sad longing for those times and so it made me wonder, like, does he when he possessed Lucas, did he take on all of Lucas's memories and thoughts and all of these things? And I believe so, because then later we see Eden when she's drunk with Kenzie saying something about, oh, she used to sing this song all the time. Talking about the original Eden is how I picked up on that. And so I think these demons, when they possess somebody, they do take on their memories and their thoughts well. and their feelings a little bit. And so Gabe, looking at this picture of Lucas... And all of his friends, even though he didn't really embody that character of Lucas very long, he still has those fond memories looking at that picture, being like, oh, they were happy. They were, yeah, it was a good time, good times and a good group of friends. And it, it does hit something that's maybe still deep within him.
4: I mean, yeah, not only did uh, Eden say she used to sing this song, but they went inside her head and saw all of Eden's memories there.
1: Yeah, it's still there. To me,
4: that's a huge. That's what I meant at the top when I said we've learned some things. That mean, I mean, we kind of speculated before that maybe the reason why Gabe is showing human emotions and drives and clearly has a crush on Kinsey and stuff like that is because by possessing a human body, you take on some of those characteristics or you're influenced by it. And I think
1: Lucas is still there. Yeah, I think
4: somehow all his memories are still in there and Mm -hmm. his emotions and. You know, we, we know when you take the fear out of Kinsey, she turns into a different person, put it back in. So I feel like, yeah, it's pretty clear that all of Lucas's emotions and, and he remembered, you know, that, oh yeah, they were happy back then. That was a nice <laughs> little moment. I mean, they look like mm-hmm. they're happy. Um, yeah. Because I think he, he's still, you know, he's being heavily influenced. He is, he is, well, he's in Lucas's body. And I mean, there is the whole wrinkle of him being an echo. So we don't yeah. know if it's exactly the same, but I would presume. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, because we had kind of speculated on some of that stuff or thought about it. Yeah. But with this episode, I think with some of those things, and then especially what you mentioned like Eden's head, which is a later point for me. But right, you know, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think we did get some of those answers that like yeah, there is a human part that is still within mm-hmm.
4: them. And when I before when I said oh, it seems like Gabe's falling for Kinsey, that's I don't like that. I want the demon to just be pure evil. But then I thought about it and I was like, well, I guess. The way that it could make for good story is if it's the human part of of Lucas that's influencing that. And that seems to be exactly what's happening. So I think it's still yeah. interesting. Yeah, I like it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. I don't want him to go so far as to humanize him, though.
4: I feel yeah. like he already is somewhat humanized. I mean, mm. there's a... Maybe there's a battle
1: going on. I think you know? there's a
2: touch of it, but I don't. Yeah. I don't want to feel bad. He's had a lot of opportunities
1: dodge. that he's backed off on and didn't do something that he could have done. So,
2: yeah, I don't know. I don't know my thoughts on on that. I mean, I I I I do find it interesting to to see that, and I think it really did come through when he, because uh, we've talked about the feelings that uh, he has for Kinsey and feels like they're pretty genuine, um, and then we see another flash of that, like you said, Pake there when they're in the uh theater department they're kinda of reminiscing on uh on, on those days and he kinda of mentions that no one picked up on, on his little slip there and why would they really? Uh but I don't I don't want to feel bad for Dodge or anything like that. I don't wanna like oh well, you know we we can't hate him now or her, you know, anymore. So I don't know. I still wanna be like we gotta defeat this evil Like being or whatever, so I don't know. But I I like that we kind of see that struggle because it it makes sense after going into Eden's head that it would make sense that there would still be a human part of him in there and that there would be a struggle.
4: Yeah, it'd be cool if at some point we could see the demon in its pure form, you know, without any human influence.
2: We saw that. I don't know if we'll ever get to see that. Back. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, know. some voice (laughs) to it or something. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you're right. yeah, yeah, it would be it'd be interesting. And, and and I think it was interesting. Well, and I'm sure we'll talk about Eden Eden more as far as that so we'll just save that for another point. But that was a good number 3 pick. Um Jason, you want to tell us your number 3?
4: Sure. I'll just piggyback on that and talk a little bit more about what exactly Gabe is doing. So, yeah, he learned last time that it takes a lock to make a magic key and then he decides, let's get the music box. Once I get it, Kinsey will do anything I say. Uh, so I presume he wants to have her make this key, because that's been his focus, right? To make this key, though we don't know what it does yet. And I was thinking, well, maybe he could have used the music box on her before, but it's kind of like what you're saying, Peggy. I think he wants he wants her to like him by choice, not force. Which then begs the question, could you use the music box to make someone like you? Because, um, from what we've seen, people know they're being forced to do stuff. They're like, why am I doing this, you know? Or if if it was these kids, they would know what it was. Like, yeah. Yeah. But then maybe I wonder if you could command someone to like you or something, you know, or to change their (laughs) thoughts. Like think think a certain way or forget things, which is a dark thing to wonder and think about. But that's what I wondered. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, then could you force someone to make a key? Because if anything Chamberlain Locke said was right, that the key maker has to focus on the purpose or uh, purpose of the key intently. And so what if he like tried to force Kinsey to make a key and she thought instead when this key is used, it will kill all demons or something like that, you know, maybe something like that will happen actually. Um, but, but either way, I, I think maybe part of why he didn't use it on her is it just wasn't the right time. But I also feel like, yeah, it's just about his feelings about her and everything. But anyway, Gabe also gets wrapped up in this search for the memory key, which he was happy to like his focus changed and I wasn't sure why or what the point was. I was trying to figure it out. Um, but it was a nice pause there before like, uh, Tyler says he's going to school and Gabe's like on a Saturday and he's like deciding whether you should tell him about Duncan and the audience is like, no, don't tell him anything. And then they go ahead and spill it all about, Duncan, uh, you know, losing his memory and they're going to get the memory key and all that, uh, so he can remember magic. And anyway, um, when they get there and they uncover it, Gabe reaches for it, which I guess he thought it's in no one's possession right now. So if I take it, it'll be in my possession. I don't know why he'd want the memory key, maybe just to have any key that he can get his hands on. But I think really the crucial part of all of that. Was that he found out that Duncan made the memory key and Tyler told him that my dad tried to make it, but couldn't. And, and, uh, Gabe was like, well, why is Duncan so special? Tyler said maybe because he's innocent, which is something that we've all yeah. thought or speculated on. And then at the end of the episode, Gabe is headed back to key house. I think my guess is that he's decided, okay, Bodie's the one who can make the key. He's now the youngest. So the most innocent, mm-hmm. and maybe he'll try to use the music box to get him to do it or something. I mean, it's all a guess, a speculation, but, um, I think that's w- w- the whole point of that whole sequence, just so he could find out that Duncan made this memory key and maybe it was because he was innocent. So then he could start focusing more on, um, on, uh, Bodie. And the, the one other thing is you mentioned that when he looked at that picture and he seemed wistful and that was married really well with, um, it was in the same sequence of scenes where, uh, Josh was taking Nina to bed yeah, and they were playing this really nice song. It's this light piano with ethereal singing. And, um, that music kept playing and they kind of transitioned over to Gabe looking at the picture of Mm -hmm. Lucas. So that's why I thought the same thing as you like, Oh yeah, maybe he's feeling wistful about it. The music seemed kind of wistful there. Uh, I like that. It's interesting. That's all I had on Gabe.
2: I like it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I find all of that really interesting. I agree. I think he's going to go after Bodie. I'm also curious about what he thinks as far as, Trying to make someone uh, make a key by using the music box, you might be able to physically make them. But like you said, I don't feel like you can control their thoughts, you know. And if
4: we haven't seen anyone try, but yeah,
2: that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh, so maybe we don't know that. But I, I've, I feel like what we've seen so far, anyway, it doesn't control your thoughts. So mm-hmm. if 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 you are the one making the key and it, it has to be whatever your intention is, won't that kind of blow up in in Gabe's face um, if Maybe. it doesn't quite work that way so uh, I, I thought about that too and it was interesting to see how you know he just, he he chose his feelings for Kinsey over just going ahead and like taking the music box and being able to use it and I think when he went to the school to help uh, Tyler look for the memory key I think that was doing some brownie points with Kinsey I think he knows he's kind of skating on thin ice with her and
0: okay.
2: I, I think he was like, you know, oh, I'm going to going to be a team player here and, and go help Tyler. Mm. I think is and maybe also at the same time, give Kinsey a little space. <laughs> 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 think she could use it. Uh, so that's my thoughts on it. But that was a good number three. Um, nice. Well, my number three, I want to talk about Rufus. Um, hey. Rufus came back and i i wasn't sure if we were going to see him or not and i know it's good to see him it was really good to see him yeah I, I think he was an, an adorable character and i really liked him in season 1 um and i and i am so glad that bodie went to go visit him i've been feeling so bad for bodie in this season i feel you know his his older siblings are in high school and they're off doing their things and with doing you know off with their friends and parties and school they have school together uh and and bodie i know he's made a new friend but we still we haven't seen um much yeah. and of his uncle's person, being a total
4: dick to him yeah pushing duncan, him around and
2: yelling at him yeah he's still <laughs> i'm sure pretty down about that whole experience you mm-hmm. know when duncan lashed out at him i'm sure that is something he? I mean, I know that he knows Duncan didn't mean that, but I'm sure even knowing that, it's still kind of hurtful to him. Yeah, and it'll take him a while to kind of forget that. So he's still kind of coming off of that. And it was good to see him, um, you know, be able to go see Rufus. It, he really, really, I think, needed a friend, and it was so good to see them together uh, and spending some time together and hanging out and, and uh, you know, getting to see his treehouse that he was telling him about. But what was really cool is you know a revelation that we got or not we as an audience because we knew but for <laughs> Bodhi, uh to learn you know that that Rufus has you know been going to some therapy uh you know kind of dealing with what happened with his mom and and what happened that night when when Dodge was there and all of that went down um and you know found out that or Bodhi found out that there there were two dodges there and he's like wait what you know mm-hmm, um yeah. so really fun to kind of start finally our characters catching up to what we know <laughs> and just like finally getting some answers um and I I thought that was great I love seeing that whole um you know all the scenes with Rufus and Bodhi H- made me happy for Bodie. I think he really needed that connection Good to see Rufus. Good to see um, some answers and, you know, some of the wheels starting to turn for Bodie. He's such a smart kid. Um, Usually. So. Yeah. <laughs> I feel pretty. he's got a pretty good track record. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think that was good news. When or, he kept
4: trying to shove that couch through the doorway that was too <laughs> small for it, I was like, hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I think he Sometimes. was still maybe trying to learn how the key worked, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> thinking that maybe it would somehow make it fit. Pivot? Or when
4: he gave his, like, summer report, yeah, I was spinning my car.
2: (laughs) Why do you guys think that's weird? He's still a little kid. He's still a little kid. (laughs) So, I don't know, I just, I liked all of that with with Rufus, and then that revelation that we got uh, through Rufus to Bodie that we're finally getting some, or our characters, anyway, are finally getting some information. Mm -hmm. So...
4: Yeah, because they now that now Bodie knows that there were two Dodges. Uh, Kinsey and Tyler know that Dodge is Gabe, and also that Dodge is still around. And they said, "Well, then who did we throw on the black door?" So they're kind of already onto this idea that that wasn't Dodge, yeah. And rather than that was Dodge, and Dodge got back out or something like that. So, um, and I, I guess Rufus maybe didn't know that somebody got pushed through a black door because he wasn't there, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyway, with all of that information together, it feels like they're, they're hinting that they're going to put it together and realize that it was Ellie, you know?
0: Well, they're also
4: talking about how they know Ellie's out there and and that that Rufus and Bodhi were saying, yeah, I believe she's out there and that we'll see her again.
1: Man, that scene hit me right in the feels. I I'll admit, I got a little teary with his uh, squadron strange comics that he's drawing and making. I and then know. that whole Sergeant E, who's a badass leader, who's not you know the most you know the bravest warrior of all of them, best, makes grilled, the best cheese. grilled cheese.
0: Yeah, and is like and it, he
1: just drew his mom, and it was super sweet, but like super sad. And you're like, but he's still holding on to this hope, which is good.
4: It's cool that he's such a great artist too. It was awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I love, love that. that. Well, and and a clue also if they start putting the pieces together was the the uh, sudden appearance of the anywhere key. Because they knew that Dodge had the or the last they had known and seen if it was a Dodge had the anywhere key, and now all of a sudden it appears in Keyhouse after all summer you know no one discovered it until just now, when Duncan finds it um there in mm-hmm. Keyhouse, so that's kind of another indication
4: I like that that whole sequence too. I was glad to see Rufus, you know he gets the letter and um. I think it's, I like it when the show shows the magical wonder of what you could do if you actually had these keys, like when, uh, Tyler took, uh, Jackie to England. Well, it's mostly, I guess they're just using the anywhere key. No, anyway. And (laughs) so they, yeah, just to be able to go across the country and visit your friend is really cool. And then he brings them a big giant gummy barefoot, which isn't another uh, product of the keys. That's amazing. And also kind of gross. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 but do you want to hear the letter i wrote down oh
0: that's yeah
4: Ruf- rufus's Absolutely. letter he says uh, dear bodie hello again from nebraska i'm glad to report on the completion of project treehouse we went through the attic yesterday to see if there was anything we could add to the new station it was mostly junk but i did locate a super old radio receiver we also found a dusty rug to help tie the room together as they say, farm life is hard, but if I learned anything, it's all about the soil. Or at least that's what my uncle keeps saying. Maybe one day I can use the new intelligence to fix up that dust patch behind Key House where nothing grows. I'm on week three of chicken duty. Lieutenant Mrs. Chicken has given birth to a new flock of six chicks, so I've made a bunch of new friends. My uncle says I have a talent for livestock. I'm glad Rima, Peck, and Jason are podcasting on our show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it cut off, but it's something about the first time I've something from the sea- Mm -hmm. i thought it was interesting Mm -hmm. that it was in print rather than cursive and i wonder if that's because as i've learned from having kids at least around here they don't teach cursive in elementary school anymore did you guys know that
1: (laughs) i yeah i I kind of figured that it's done work in elementary schools and stuff uh i mean because that's how i was taught like from like i learned in kindergarten cursive to where i i write in cursive like naturally like that's kind of my first inclination is to do cursive. it yeah I actually me have too to like yeah think to go into print for to make people but they don't even can teach can read it, it better. anymore yeah that's
2: crazy
4: so i wonder how will these kids sign things
0: mm-hmm.
4: will they just print their names <laughs>
2: <laughs> and their signature and then print name of signature yeah. um yeah i don't know there's like a whole joke about like the younger generation of how we could cripple a generation by asking them to drive a manual and then write in cursive. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and, and also like, you know, do, uh, Rufus told Bodie about the two Dodges and I'm like, okay, score one for a Carlton Cuse related character sharing some important information.
0: <laughs> I got to give
4: him credit there.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Finally. <laughs> I thought it was funny this episode with Rufus showing up because like, Last week, off of recording, when we weren't recording, Jason, you were saying, like, oh, I wonder if Rufus is even going to show up this season. And so, like, the next episode, it's like, oh, there he is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I said
4: that because I felt like he could be a little stiff sometimes. And I actually kind of wondered if they didn't like his acting or something. But I got to say, when he showed up right away, because I went and watched it immediately after I said mm -hmm. that to you, I was glad to see him on there. (laughs) So I'm glad they brought him back.
2: Oh, yeah. And he was good. I thought he was good. Yep, I liked it. Hopefully we'll see him again. Yeah. Um, yes. All right, Peek, what's your number two?
1: All right, my number two. We've talked about it a little bit, but I'll see kind of what I have also. But it's just the memory key and the hunt for it and use of it. Because um, when Gabe first hears about it, is in this episode, he definitely perks up whenever Tyler mentions Oh yeah, like, you know, Duncan made that key, and he's like, "Wait, Duncan made a key? What are you?" <laughs> mm-hmm. I tell me more. Tell me all about it. Trying not to be too, you know, suspicious, but uh, you know, because you know, why are you going to the school? And he's like, "Okay, whatever." And he's like, "Wait, Duncan made a key? You know what? I think I should help you." Uh, and I know you were saying maybe it's just to get into Kinsey's good graces, but I, I feel like also,
4: it was for information, he, huh?
1: Yeah, he's trying to get information because yeah. I the memory key itself he has no use for. I don't think.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, he did I try to grab it what, though, but yeah, but me, you know, maybe he's making sure that it's found so that Duncan can use it, and then maybe, and I, you mentioned, you know, he would maybe want to use Bodie, but then Duncan would have to kind of unlock those memories to know how he did it, and to know so he he wants to make sure Duncan gets it, mm. so that he can ha- reap the benefits of that later. I think. I mean, I just like you
4: know thinking. Okay. Duncan knows how to make the keys. Maybe we, we, maybe I need to use Duncan, but then they went further and he asked why. And they mentioned, Oh, because Duncan was innocent. So that's why it makes me think they're leading us to Bodhi, you know?
1: So he might've, yeah, kind of switched to that. Um, like when they're getting ready to go and you talk about, you know, before Bodhi went to visit Rufus and they switched off the keys, I laughed so hard the first time I watched this episode. I don't know why. I just thought it was so funny. When they sit there and you know, Bodhi's like, "Hey, Tyler, can I borrow the Anywhere key?" And he's like, "Yeah, but give oh, me the Hercules key." I love that. And they that. just trade—they trade the keys off, right? Literally, yeah. right in front and of he's Gabe's like face. Salivating, and just the look on his face—he's is so like, pissed. <laughs> they're literally passing keys right in front of me, and I can't do anything about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, he's, he's like, a like they're right in here.
2: front of, me. Like, <laughs> but I feel like my grasp, <laughs> and I can't. He do could,
4: anything. if he set his mind to it. It seems like he could trick Bodhi into giving him some more keys. Like, yeah. have they asked him about the ghost key? You know, I feel like if he decided to go that route, maybe he could get a couple more keys he from did. Bodhi. But just
1: like in that moment, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, having... Yeah. A, and I think it's that insult to injury is the fact that one of them is the Anywhere key that Eden had the just key. lost over right. there. Right. He's yeah, like, oh, there it nice. is. He, he wants is, that and one. I Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's now yeah, he's having to ride a bike instead of... <laughs> <laughs>
4: Demon on a bike. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> So I thought that was really funny, but then, I yeah, the going to the school and, and looking, and yeah, we talked about you know, Tyler says maybe it's the innocence in Duncan that helped him make that. yes and and we were thinking along those lines as well, so I was like, it's still just speculation even on the show. I was like, well, Aaron said that maybe this is why, but I think it's a pretty good reason, and it like you were saying, we'll send Gabe maybe towards using Bodie to to make something for him. Maybe. Very convenient. Tyler had the Hercules key. That's this one he switched I, um, over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he figured you might need bench. to lift something up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bit of a jump there, but. I don't know. Yeah. And then you did mention that Gabe does initially want to be the one to pick up the key. He's like, oh, oh let me get it. And he's like, oh, I got it. And again, I'm wondering, just he has no use for that key specifically. But I don't think, I
2: think he cares. Take any I, just opportunity, think, I just think he wants right? all the keys. Yeah. Just, he just in wants case. wants to get them.
1: Because he knows yeah. if Tyler grabs it first, then he can't take it from him.
4: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. So, what would he have done do though? That. Would he be like, "I'll hold right.
1: it. I'll, I'll keep <laughs> yeah. this safe for you." <laughs> but yeah. I, I need to take it home for a very specific <laughs> right. use right now. Oh, okay. You know, which then because then he's just prodding. He's like, "You will, you know, don't you need somebody there?" Well, Kenzie will be there. Fuck. Huh? Yeah. Um. Well, don't you need the backup? No, I think I'm good. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> like yeah. he just he's and that was, trying. He's right, a yeah. little
4: confusing to me. Like. If you want to be there so bad, why did you leave? It was a little confusing. Like, why did you leave? But I guess, yeah, it could be to get get more information. But then he just goes over there anyway at the end.
1: Yeah, he just <laughs> finally decides, like, I'm just, screw it, I'm going to go over there anyway. Screw his, it, I'm going. Yeah, things are not working out. And he just keeps getting frustrated. Because he wants to be there when they, like, fix Duncan. Again, I think once this key is used and the secret to making the keys is unlocked in Duncan – yeah. That's when he wants, he's probably just going to drop. So I don't, whether Kenzie would have figured out who he was or not, I think he's deciding maybe now is the time for him to drop the act and just go all out
0: anyway.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, this was one of the hardest times to not be able to watch the next episode. Oh, when I know. He shows up I'm at the so door. ready to
1: watch <laughs> after we're done tonight. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but I, and then, yeah, they have it. And I love the scene of Tyler using that memory key on Duncan everything kind of, you know, cause at first it's like hurting him and he's like, Oh, he goes, shit. Like, oh, what have we done? We, I thought we broke him. Now I've killed him. Great. And Aaron's <laughs> like, no, 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 it's fine. This is, it's normal. It's what's supposed to happen. And it's just, again, that I love that Duncan, even through all that he's gone through, he's always putting so much trust in his niece and nephews. Like he has no problem because, you know, it's like, you just trust me. And he just has that moment. He's like, okay. All right. Like I, why would you think
4: he was so obsessed with the car and just snapping at everybody who was trying to get him to take a break think, to eat some food or whatever?
1: I think with the car, he had found something because we saw every time he was around the other people, those memories coming back. The mm. house is bringing. I say all I think it was to to keep him.
2: him out of the house. He did the to, key house was I it, think he, triggering. He, so
1: it keeps him. Yeah, it keeps
2: him from distracting himself he's from the
4: anxiety, focusing and
2: on one thing yeah. for mm. the entire day. Yeah. That was what I thought, It was just to keep him... Because he seemed very triggered every time he was in Key House or walking around the grounds. But this yeah. gave him like a one train of thought. Focus on the car. Yes. Fixing the car. Focus on this task. Him, and also, yeah. he's him outside of the on house. Thing so he's not being that triggered.
1: Has, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it has no connection to things that he did as a kid. This is something new. This is his hobby now as an adult. Yeah. He can focus all on that, and he's not being bombarded with memories.
4: So... I had a few things on the the memory key, how they found it. I think someone mentioned Rendell was into sports. So they decided to look at the trophy case where he had a trophy Mm -hmm. and it was cool to see a a new picture of all the friends because we've just seen that one picture over and over again last season.
1: Yeah.
4: It looked like they were LARPing or something. Was it like a dance? They were,
1: um, this kind of goes into comic, not really comic talk. I mean, it is from, I mean, they're talking because they were in theater. Because that was like oh, theater. Okay. Their whole thing, yeah, yeah is it. they yeah, like yeah. put on this like really magical. In quotes, the teachers couldn't figure out how they did it so well. <laughs>
0: yeah. but,
1: like you know, their production that they did of some like play was okay. Was it just incredible? Tempest, I, think? I think yeah, I think it was the Tempest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did, and that so.
4: probably quote is from the Tempest, right? We are such stuff as dreams are made on. I bet you I'm it sure. is.
2: Well, and, um, and the yes, title yes. itself, "Passes prologue is a reference um from the tempest.
4: From the tempest. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, I bet that's all Shakespearean. And then that quote leads them to this bench that was donated in memory of the ones that died that night, Jeff Kim and Lucas. And the memory key was underneath. And then um yeah, Tyler agrees to get him to come inside. And I I was wondering how it worked cuz it has a little eye on the handle and uh when he just held it up, that was already having an effect on Duncan. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, what? I I'm confused." but um then he stuck it in like his collarbone kind of or
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
4: near the shoulder and i guess aaron maybe told him how to use it cuz how would you know yeah <laughs> you how do you know where to yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and then um as, right when that was happening i just had a like a, a thought for a second like oh oh what if aaron is a, a, a lying and she's a demon <laughs> <laughs> and this has all been a trick,
1: oh, my man, he's t- dead
4: Tyler um, just said to Duncan trust me, but even though he only has Aaron's word to go on, you know <laughs> he't very well the
1: opening of this episode I've f- meant to throw this in my notes like the past like three episodes. I keep forgetting, but you know that little mm-hmm. and then it goes into the episode and it just shows like a key, mm-hmm. and it was the memory key this time, oh like each yeah. time oh. it's been a different key that like, okay is, is like
4: yeah. you gotta focus pay to attention episode. to that yeah i I love yeah that. notice. Yeah. Yeah. And then when it worked, he's uh, he holds he turns it and he's like, ah, oh, and then he pulls it out and holds it up. Do you remember making this? And Duncan's crying. Yes. Do you remember where you are? I'm home. And he seems really relieved and different, whereas before he mm-hmm. seemed all crabby. Now he's still overwhelmed, but he's They like,
1: fixed Uncle Duncan Yeah.
4: And they <laughs> hug, and it's so great. I mean- And think... Aaron's crying tears of joy, too.
2: Well, I feel bad for Duncan. I mean- Think about how, like, he doesn't even hardly remember living at Key House when they took out all of his memories. He does now? And he was so disconnected mm-hmm. for so much of his life. Um And when he said, "I'm home," oh my gosh, that was just so tearful for me because it's like yeah. he's now feeling like himself. He finally feels connected for the first a time. Brand the his New mom. Aloha.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: So I just thought, <laughs> yeah. man, this poor guy.
4: Well, I feel better for him now. I think he's. Oh, I relieved. do too. But it's and like. And he said he's still got all these thoughts rushing through his head. But I just, I mean, maybe this is because I, what I want, because I, like we've talked about, it's no fun seeing him just mean and upset and hurting. Mm-hmm. So I, I really did feel like that we find. I mean, I said last time, I hope this happens in the first 10 minutes. Well, it happened at the end, but I'm still happy because I feel like yeah. he, he got some relief. We'll see if that's true, but that's what it seemed like.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Jason, what's your number two?
4: Uh, well, let's talk about the most fun thing. Eden.
0: Yay.
4: <laughs> yeah. Who was, it was awesome. Uh, first at the party, she's being her usual bad girl demon self that we've all come to love. Where she's chugging the whiskey or whatever. And they're all going, chug, chug, chug. And then she smashes it and they're like, oh, that's too much. Yep. <laughs> and a couple of them are like, man, yeah, cross the line and she doesn't care. Get back. <laughs> I've been to parties like that for sure. Like, dude, that, too much.
2: Yeah, that, that,
0: that, that crossed the line. Sorry.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah. You got to settle down.
2: <laughs> yep, me too.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe I was the person doing it. I don't know. We'll never know. Um, but anyways, so Eden has been encouraging Gabe to kill Kinsey. And then when Kinsey shows up at the party, she's like, Hey, we should find some place quiet to hang out together. I'm like, yeah, I know what you're going to do. Mm. Um, and I don't know exactly why. I don't think we really know why she has it in for, um, yeah. for Kinsey, maybe because she's maybe a cause sadist. she's a demon. <laughs> yeah. <That maybe>? And <laughs> just her she doesn't have like Lucas's, uh, moralistic, being to temper her she's got eden yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. who uh, yeah the
1: person she possessed was already the mean girl of the school. <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean
2: like. <laughs> exactly. there was no feelings lost between her and kinsey you know that's
4: right but. yeah so it would maybe just add to it uh, i also think you know she's like come on don't be soft to gabe so maybe she wants to shake him out of that who knows but um it doesn't really matter. So then in the bedroom she's like I love your necklace and then it looks like she's going to take it. I was wondering if there's a key on there or something, I don't know or where she's just going to choke her, but then she's just like drank too much and she lays on the bed cuz I'm going to kill you when I wake up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't go anywhere. I'm going to kill you when I yeah, wake up. That's right. <laughs> <What>?
0: And then <laughs> I was like, narcissist. wow.
4: She's actually going to use the head key on her and um I was Ugh. like, that would be a serious violation if it was just Eden. But I think Kinsey suspects that, um, well, was she sort of leaning over? Is there a key around her neck? Maybe she was testing. That's what I thought to see if Eden could actually take a key from her. Cause she suspected maybe, but nah, maybe not. I don't think I can't so. Cause remember, then but she I seemed keep, surprised later. I feel like they, they out. keep
2: the keys on them a lot. Uh, um, yeah. so it could have yeah. been, I cannot remember, but I feel like Kinsey Often yeah, I think she one. just
4: wanted to find out if she was lying about Gabe, Maybe. if they were cheating together. Anyways, um,
1: yeah, it was the whole you know they I guess Eden and Gabe had talked yeah. about the tutoring backstory. She just got the subject wrong, and it right. was enough for Kinsey to be like, oh, "Okay, hang on."
4: Right, and I think I'm Kinsey gonna, was
1: just at that point like, "I have to figure out what's going on." Yeah,
4: so. I think uh, given that that's a uh, that's pretty fucked up
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> to
4: go go into someone's head like that.
2: Ah, uh, oh no, I didn't like it. I didn't like yeah.
4: it. Yeah, But I only liked it because it was exciting to see what she would find in there.
2: Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And I'm
4: like, wow. And, I, and they, it looked like she, they were going to not do it because she goes to do it. And I didn't. I'm like, maybe there won't even be a keyhole there. But, but uh, Eden, like, oh, no. She, like, stirs and scratches her neck. And I thought, oh, they were just faking us out. But then she actually does do it. And then her entryway. Is that like a big makeup case or something? Is that what that was? But they go down yeah, into her head
2: handbag or a handbag something. maybe yeah, maybe. I, yeah I don't know yeah she's okay pretty materialistic i think so yeah well, so yeah, that was, was definitely
1: yeah definitely eaton's headspace yeah the big bag well, and all the other stuff
4: i mean yeah. we don't know because um uh kinsey was like look it's spreading like a cancer in here and scott's like Maybe this is just, maybe uh, Eden's mind was already a wasteland, (laughs) but it was clearly, I mean, maybe that's just what it normally would look like. But if not, then clearly still remnants of Eden because it's her looking like a model and memories of her mother telling her she shouldn't eat cake because a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips and all that. That's clearly all Eden. But then she's, it was really satisfying when she, well, Scott comes in and they see, um, her uh well she's like biting the popcorn guy's face off right,
0: right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and they see the demon door when she got hit and then they see uh gabe who's turning into dodge so that was all just super satisfying and then the um mm-hmm. the uh herky jerky like the mannequins. creepy mannequin oh. people was like
2: black mirror episode that was that yeah i didn't like it that was scary it, it, calling me. them murderkins
4: it really reminded me of uh <laughs> I don't know if either of you guys saw this, but the doctor who revival, cause doctor who was off the air for like 20 years or something. And it came back in 2005 and the first episode had creepy mannequins just like that. Um, nice. yeah, I thought it was awesome. It was really creepy and I loved it. And then it was a really tense uh, situation. And I would think that those were purely demon related, who knows, but maybe, but it was a nice tense escape scene. And I liked how they used the match key on it. Ah. And got yeah. out of there, and then Kinsey leaves Scott with passed out Eden, and make sure when she wakes up she doesn't remember anything. Well, what if she does? I'm like, that's a good question. Maybe you mm-hmm. shouldn't have left him there with with a demon. But um, then she goes and tells Tyler, Gabe is Dodge and Eden's a demon, and I'm like, well, score another one for Car- Carlton Cuse's characters immediately giving each other important information. That was good.
2: Yeah, finally, <laughs> finally talking to each other, which is yeah. what has been annoying me for several episodes
4: so that whole sequence even though i already would have liked this episode that just kicked it up into oh this is freaking fantastic this is only lock and key could do stuff like this so good
1: yeah super cool but it's so i i i I don't want to say i didn't enjoy it because i really did but like i'm just so tense throughout the whole thing yeah it's this whole time because i was like this extremely stupid decision of like you don't go in there with nobody else in there without telling anybody. I'm like, you want to get trapped inside a demon's head? That's yeah, how you get trapped inside right. a demon's head. Like you know <laughs> That's better. That's true. I know. Um and then like when Scott goes She's in there and realizes what's in. going on, and he's like, Oh my god, what is Seriously, Kinsey? <laughs> like I can just see him <laughs> being like, Oh my god, how do I do it? And then he goes demon. in Yeah, she didn't either. in like, too. Like, yeah, yeah Kinsey yeah. didn't so know. know what like, what oh now you both get to get trapped in there. And I there was like a little minute where I was kinda worried maybe Scott was gonna end up trapped in there and then they'd have to deal with that. Yeah, Kinsey should
4: know better. Well, you know, here's the thing, though. Kinsey, okay, I was going to say she should know better, given on uh, based on what happened with Aaron.
2: Aaron, yeah. Now but know. But
4: she went and got Scott and told him to keep guard at the door and not let anybody in. So I think that was the point of that. Even though she didn't tell him what she mm-hmm. was going to do, I think that was the point of that.
1: Of course, it's easy. It would be easy for Eden to wake up and be like, "What the fuck is this?" and take it out, and then be like, That's "I'm not true. putting that back in my head." What are you talking about? I'm not doing this. <laughs> but Kenzie's in there. What are you?
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they got to take these risks to make it exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah but it just it it keeps me tense. so on edge. Cause I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is bad idea. Bad, bad. idea.
2: I mean, it was, it was, it ended up being worth it for the information yeah, that she I mean, got, We
1: get but the reveal, extremely risky. Yeah. yeah. Extremely.
2: It was very tense. And yeah, you know, we had, again, have to take, I guess, some risks to keep, keep it fun and keep it edgy and to get the information but um, yeah, she was actually my number two as well which you know, I think we've said most of what um, I had in my notes uh, I, I think the what we saw of Eden's mind I, I feel like most of it was her like Eden not so much the demon I feel just what we know of Eden uh, it, her the inside of her mind seemed superficial and shallow so that i for me anyway kind of fit what i know of her um but also the whole point of you know kinsey deciding to go ahead and go into eden's head i i did have problems with that i think we've talked before like last season when you know we were talking about um you know going into into people's heads whether when they know it or not um and people consenting to it you know we we understand That Eden's a demon, right? So we're kind of like, okay, yeah, go do that. But Kinsey didn't know that when she did Mm -hmm. it. Like she was, she, all she knew was her boyfriend was hiding a secret from her and she had to know what it was. And so she made the decision to go into Eden's head. And and
4: One thing that maybe mitigates that is that she just said, when I wake up, I'm going to kill you. So I felt like maybe she was, she did suspect that she was a demon. And then also, if there was actually a key on her necklace, it seemed like she was seeing if she could take it. But then again, once she went down in there and found out the truth, she seemed surprised. So maybe not. Maybe maybe uh, you're yeah. totally right. She just thought it was Eden. But why would she say, I'm going to kill you? I guess she just thought, ah, Eden's such a jerk.
2: I mean, it's still... <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> she's <very laughs> it, 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 yeah. She's very drunk. She's very drunk. But I, I don't know. I still feel it's kind of iffy on the whole consent. And it just made me feel kind of gross because it just feels like you don't do that to someone for a boy. I don't know. Um, But on the other hand, you know, as much as how I feel about what she did to Eden, uh, you know, Kinsey has also been taken advantage of, you know, by Gabe uh, or Dodge, you know, however you want to now that we know or everyone knows anyway that Gabe is Dodge, Um, you know. They've kissed, they've made out. Kinsey's given her heart to Gabe. And because she didn't know who Gabe really was, Kinsey can't give her proper consent to that whole relationship and things that they've done because she's been completely fooled too. Um, so I don't know. Just wanted to kind of throw that out there about my, my feelings mm-hmm. on the whole thing and how it's just kind of skating that line just a little bit. So about
4: the shallowness, I feel like the headspaces that we've seen so far have all been kind of shallow, like, Kinsey's is a mall, you know? And um I guess we saw Aaron's it's a school. Maybe that's not so shallow. I don't know if we've seen anybody else's. Well
2: the season Kinsey was on a lake.
4: Yeah, she was on a lake and in a mall. Mm-hmm. Um but I just I also feel like, you know, if you go inside anybody's head, you're gonna find interesting things even if they seem shallow on the purpose on the surface. But who knows? I mean you're right. Like, yeah, this seemed like all the um the most obvious things about Kinsey were represented. I mean, um, Eden were represented there. Yeah. She cares about looks. <laughs> I'm sure
2: there is more to her, but just what, like, that was how we knew her in season one, you know, was mm-hmm. was like, you know, a mean yeah. girl and seemed, you know, pretty interested in materialistic type of things. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we it was interesting really
4: to, to see know. her mom, like, giving her a guilt trip about yeah, and giving her body issues and clearly stuff. Clearly,
2: there's more to her. It sounds like she's definitely you know has things in her life just yeah. like anyone does but i'm just saying what we've seen on the surface um it seems mm-hmm. to kind of fit i'm sure there's more to her than that i i find her way more interesting in season 2 with being even <laughs> yeah. even than i did in the first season i i i think she's a who and i love her wardrobe so i got to find out where she shops so
4: <laughs> i'm also finding her a lot more fun to watch but i was finding her more interesting towards the end of last season when like she was uh she seemed proud that uh she was kinsey was intimidated by her and she started to have a little bit more colors Mm -hmm. you know towards the end there
2: i agree so i i think there's probably more to her we're just seeing the surface maybe but anyway that's that was my number two was kind of pretty much what you said just wanted to add a little extra to it um pake what is your number one that was (laughs) was <laughs> oh. yeah also <laughs> okay. yeah it's perfect yeah. we just roll back around but yeah
1: uh was well, just this whole inside inciting's head and and all that so i'm trying to think if i have any other notes that uh go along with. i think just what led to that i liked which is you know aaron pushing Kinsey to go going to the party and it's not like she said it's not the party it's who's there and i like that she's able to go and reconcile with scott that she's able to apologize to him things are still a little iffy as far as you know i like you know well yeah i you know you were kind of right about gabe and i confronted him about it and he said he's tutoring eden and the way that scott's like oh that's what he told you and she's like you don't believe him." yeah but i like how he's like you know it's it's whether i believe him or not doesn't matter mm-hmm. you know he kind of gives her her space on that that's
0: not appreciate- how i took it
4: i, I oh, took it no. as he he was vibing like he's just over kinsey he feels betrayed mm-hmm. that she chose gabe over him and when she she says, "Yeah, Gabe's tutoring and and she's he's like, "That's what he told you." Oh, well, it doesn't matter what I think, meaning clearly you don't care what I think. Nothing I do matters, mm-hmm. so I'm just done with this. That's the kind of what he was vibing like. And then she's like, really, "Can you yeah. come help me?" And he's like, "I don't know." And she's like, "Please," and he's like, "Okay, fine." Like, not
1: yeah. And that's why I feel like he still <laughs> had that connection with her because he did. I mean, good guy Scott was able to just be like okay, fine. I will. And I th- yeah. also possibly because she was like, now that I've talked to Eden, I don't trust Gabe. Yeah, maybe then, you were okay, right. Well, yeah. And I think maybe that part of it's like, right. see what I fucking told you? You know? Like.
0: <laughs> and once they had the whole horrific experience, then he's fully
4: back to being supportive again, like giving her a hug. And yeah. We'll take care of this and everything. And then she mm. abandons him with a demon.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, that's really just, you know, Scott's part of that, which I think is funny. Him talking with Jackie and, you know, just maroon wool coat. God is like, of course it's the one that <laughs> Eden's laying on. And I'm trying to pull that out and send her off. But uh, but yeah, it's it's good that Scott was there for Kinsey and they were able to reconcile even though it's quite uh an ordeal to go through to kind of reconcile their friendship through. But you know, you, you go through stuff like that together, uh, that friendship should last. So, it's yeah, I think that's really all that I had on that that we haven't talked about other than, you know, Kinsey. that is a lot for her to take in. I think, you know, you, we oh, see her yeah. kind of start to spiral a little bit. And again, it's good that Scott's there to kind of snap her back out. Cause she's, she's confused. She's scared. She's angry. It's all at the same time. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so this person that I thought I was in love with and was doing all this and has been, My mortal enemy, the entire time, and has Mm. been lying to me, and all it's a lot to take. And then,
4: guilty, she's probably feeling guilty towards Scott, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So many things, and so it's good
1: that he's there to kind of snap her out of that. And then she's well, she's got to go warn Tyler. And I was like, well, you could just give him a call instead of going to the house, but that's less dramatic.
4: Text him. Uh, Gabe's Dodge, by the way.
1: Gabe is Dodge. T-T-Y-L. Um, <laughs> heart face. Uh, but <laughs> sad, face. Yeah, sad, sad face. Sad face, sad face. All faces. Um, all faces, yeah. Octopus. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that one got yeah. in. I do I'm hungry. Devil. 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 <laughs> Gabe <laughs> equals devil emoji. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh gosh! yeah it makes more sense kids do yeah. now texting texting and facetime <laughs> um that was that was great uh Jason, what's your number one?
4: Nina and Josh who had some romantic scenes, and like I said, I love that music
2: it mm-hmm. Certainly setting the scene, a nice little romantic Mm -hmm. scene between two people, you know, that have been through some similar situations and uh, they have a moment and a connection.
4: And uh, afterwards, after the connection, uh, (laughs) she she gives him this ledger (laughs) from Key House from the 1700s that has uh, all this information about what was going on and, and mentions that it was an intelligence base during the Revolutionary War and it documents soldiers lost He's oh, so into it. And then she's like, uh, Should I leave you alone with that? And no, I would rather pay more attention to you. And then they start getting hot and heavy again. And then the camera starts moving down. And I thought we were going to see some secret or something. you know? Right.
1: Well, I like moment. his initial reaction to that. Because first, because she goes, Would you like some time yeah. alone with that ledger? And he goes, Yes. Please. Like, yes. And I was like, I see Mr. Bennett has been studying at the university. Uh, the Tyler Locke University of sarcastic flirtation. Yeah, <laughs> that
4: was the right thing to say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh,
4: but don't keep it up too long. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, anyway, so then, uh, so that was all very nice. But I'm I'm feeling a little impatient with his story too. I want to see something yes. happen he um he's pissed off when he sees this whispering iron is gone i'm like well you kind of just left it out <laughs> in the open mm-hmm. uh, then you like put it in a drawer but you should have put it in a safe or something um and then he's rifling through this stuff on his desk and there's a drawing of this sea cave portal right before it uh, had a door over door. it yeah. yeah a black doorway or whatever black,
1: <laughs> black portal <laughs> Yeah. yeah
2: I, I mean well exactly he he left it he left it laying out so why would he do that but you know, it does seem to bother him. This actually my number one, too, um, was the Sledger mm. and, and Mr. Bennett. You know, we don't really know why it bothers him. Why? You know, it's yeah. because it's missing. Um, and he, I feel like he's still giving off some kind of shady vibes on his true in, intentions. And if he's only into uh, Nina because of Key House, you know, and the mm-hmm. history there. So, um I'm right. like, you know, why are you so concerned then that it's Maybe missing? he
4: seduced her just so he could get invited over there, huh?
2: I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't
4: know. No, I don't want to see that for her. but I don't want to see that I could for her see,
2: either. I, could see, no, I, I, I want could her see to that. be happy. I want her to be happy. <laughs> yeah. But there's just something off about that guy. And I mean, whether or not he's like... I know I, I'm like, oh, I don't trust him. He's a demon. Uh, and I mean, maybe <laughs> that's true. But yeah. I still feel like there's... Like he's not being... Uh, He's got some secret purpose. Yeah, like he's not being completely forthright about either what he knows or why he's there or Mm -hmm. you know, his interest either in Matheson or Key House and history and all of that. There's more to it. So
4: It even felt weird that he said his daughter's out playing games at an arcade and then said his mother's good at games. And I'm like, why did you say that in the present tense? Isn't she gone? So that was confusing to me or she said her mother, her mother's good at games. I, I, his,
2: my, his mother. She's, Jamie's with her grandmother. Yeah, She's with her. Uh, his, oh, his mother, okay. Not okay. her mother.
1: Got it. Like Never mind. her grandmother. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But oh, I Jamie's do...
1: just out with the ghost of her mother playing. <laughs> yeah. in the like what the hell?
2: But, uh, I don't, do.
1: I still,
4: yeah. I, yeah. There's something that's under the surface with that whole thing. But I, I I kind of suspect that it's not just that he's a full on demon, but I do, who knows, but I do think he at least has some secret purpose that he's not being forthright on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I don't think he's been honest about his real intent and what he's doing there. And maybe mm-hmm. he's really catching feelings for Nina. Maybe he was hoping to kind of weasel his way in there a little bit, maybe um, get into key house or get information from her. Maybe, and maybe he's starting to catch mm-hmm. feelings a lot. Like Gabe feels really with caught feelings with Kinsey. maybe, um, you think
4: Gabe still has a chance with Kinsey?
2: Not after the end of this. <laughs> she might like the bad boys.
4: Who knows?
0: Oh
2: man, I don't know how she is going to like. It would be hard for me to just not like punch him straight up in the face when I open that door. I mean, the 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 act that she's going to have to because I feel like they're going to have to pretend they don't know, right?
4: Maybe, yeah. She might just say, "You're
1: a demon." I- that's why yeah. I'm so interested. Like, why did they have to leave it right there? Because I'm like, I need to know uh, what happens next. Yeah, can we wrap this up? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was great because I didn't expect after after like they they really like I said, they they put their foot on the gas in this episode and they finally yeah. we had Everyone talking, and I don't know. I think in some instances, oversharing. I was like, okay, now I, first I wanted you to share information and talk to each other, but you're sharing it with the wrong with the wrong mm-hmm. people, and I'm you're oversharing. Now shut the fuck up <laughs> is what I wanted to say. <laughs> um, I can't make up my mind on what I want him to do, but I don't know. I didn't expect after you know everything that we that we found out uh, for Gabe to show up. I mean, uh, Kinsey. Like hasn't even have had time to process. No one's had time to process. Duncan just gained his memories and 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 remembers magic. And you know they just dumped all this information you know at once. And Kinsey's still processing. And oh, now let's add to it. Boom! There's Gabe. Oh shit! You know, so I wasn't expecting that. I thought it ended perfectly. Now, of course, is it is mm-hmm. it frustrating when you have to stop like we do? <laughs> but <laughs> I thought it was great because I was not expecting it, mm-hmm. and I like to be surprised. Anyway. In those yeah, instances, cliffhangers can be uh
1: quite something. Netflix is good with that. They're, that's the reason why I binged all of season two of Tiger King in one sitting last night because the cliffhangers. Uh-
0: <laughs> did you really haven't seen yeah, that yet? I
2: did. <laughs> I, <meant time>. uh,
1: <laughs> I
4: never watched the just, first one.
2: Oh, that was that was the good part of the pandemic last year was it's Tiger a King. Of crazy. I missed the, I just, missed the Tiger King part man. of the pandemic last year. That was a good time, then it went to shit from there. But was the good part
1: yeah just when you think it can't get more just completely unreasonably unbelievable it's like oh yeah and then this happened oh I can't (laughs) wait I can't wait
2: yeah I was obsessed with the first one (laughs) we I don't know the kid and I when we we watched that last year because of course we had just went into quarantine and so we were like, "Oh shit! What are we going to do?" Guess we should watch some Netflix. And so that premiered, and it was perfect timing. And we do that often, right? We, we we sit and watch a lot of shows, a lot of documentaries together, and we watch some seriously messed up stuff. But I have never we'd be sitting there watching it, and I, probably every five minutes we would pause it and just look at each other and go, "What the fuck? <laughs> did you? Just, right. What did he just say? What did they? What did? What just <laughs> happened?" Never, ever well, in the history, um, except for that. But anyway, sorry, yeah. we we digress. Random danger. Um, yes. While we're talking about right. Netflix, um, sorry, Netflix. Yeah, cliffhangers. Good
1: Netflix. So they're
2: good at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm. excited to watch the next one. I don't know if I'm going to have time like you guys. I got to edit this episode and then get ready for <laughs> Dexter tomorrow. So I don't know if there's going to be any time for me. But um, got the got the whole holiday weekend. Uh, and Bake Off. And I mean, Bake Off. Oh, my God. How are we <laughs> going to have time for all this? Um, well, that was uh, also my number one, too. So I I, 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 that covers our top three. Do you guys have some notes on the episode? Uh, yeah.
1: Um, go with notes, which, you know, the first notes I'll talk about tie right into that Josh and Nina stuff, stuff that I had on them. We talked about main, most of the main really good stuff. Also, I was like <laughs> – I love how he just cuts that student off that was <laughs> nerding out about the book because he's got very <laughs> much more, to get lucky more, here. Important things. Yeah, more important <laughs> things to deal with. Uh, yeah. But That's I was funny. like, you know, okay, I'm, I'm glad you two are getting some. God knows you deserve it. But uh, what about the pasta? Don't burn the arrabbiata. <laughs> don't. Yeah, yeah, don't. I love love. I love food, so turn, I'm worried. Um, turn the no. stove off,
2: man. <laughs> yeah, don't let that right, burn. Which,
1: again, the arrabbiata, I love that he was all nerding out about that as a foodie. I was just like, oh, arrabbiata, which means a- well, angry or <laughs> angry sauce, uh, which, man, I made some chicken and meatball pasta with black truffle arrabbiata with some friends for like a get together a while back. Mm. Oh, so good. Extra spicy, extra tasty. Mm. So
0: good.
2: <laughs> Sounds yummy. Now
1: I want that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah, don't burn the arrabbiata. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Let's see if I had any other notes. Just... Uh, Logan, the man on the inside. I like him. He's it's a really good to great see Logan again. We don't get to see yeah. him much, but he's I like fine. when he shows up. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Demon Eden, crushing poor, unsuspecting souls. At arm wrestling. Uh,
2: Girl's <laughs> well, got skills. Yeah. And
1: I think that might be it. Other than I've got a couple... Of little random comic talk things that are just kind of small things. But we can do that later.
2: Yeah, we'll definitely have some time for that. Jason, any notes?
4: Just a couple of one question. Logan sees Rendell's, you know, Tyler's dad's track trophy and asks if oh, did your dad run in college too? And Tyler said, Not after what happened with his friends. And I'm like, Tyler didn't know what happened to his dad's friends until they came to key house last season. So, and that was after his dad died. So how does he know that his dad didn't run in college because of what happened with his dad's friends?
1: It's a good catch. Hmm. <laughs> good question.
4: And then the,
1: he's a demon. Tyler's a demon. Tyler's a demon. Logan's a demon.
4: And then, The only other note I had is we saw Gabe rip that lock off the trophy case and Eden beat this guy arm wrestling. And I think both of those are further indications that they're not just human. They're, you know, super strong. Mm -hmm.
0: That's all.
2: Cool. Cool. I like it. All right. Well, that will then take us into one of my favorite parts of the podcast, and that is our listener feedback portion. Um, we got a little bit of feedback for this week. Uh, Pike, you want to take that first one?
1: All right. This comes from Alma Contreras, who says, What an awesome episode. All the lock kids are finally piecing stuff together, and OMG Nina and Josh, though I still don't trust him. I love Bodhi getting to hang with Rufus, and yay Tyler found the memory key. And, yes, we got Duncan's memories back. Probably the best and creepiest scene was Kinsey in Eden's head. I'm so glad that they know about Gabe slash Dodge, man. This episode was so full. I totally loved it. And I can't wait to hear y'all's thoughts.
2: Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank Sounds you.
1: like
4: she's definitely like watching along with us. So thank you for that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Appreciate it.
4: <sighs> Lindsay. Oh, is it my turn? It's your turn. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Lindsay slick says now that was a fantastic episode. So much movement in the story. I was not expecting so soon. It's hard to even know where to start the return of Rufus and his information about the two Dodges, Eden's head and those creepy ass mannequins and Kinsey and Scott discovering Eden is a demon and Gabe is Dodge. I thought that would be a season finale reveal. Yeah, me too. Or at least closer to the end, but I'm glad it wasn't as much as I've complained about the music. I absolutely love their choice of music when Gabe was riding his bike. <laughs> as Peg pointed yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. The music's really good in this episode. I thought something about that sequence made me think of a modern Wicked Witch seems Nina is in deep now with Josh. I still don't trust him at all, but man, I hope we're wrong. I don't want her to get screwed over. The scene where Gabe found the photo was very interesting to me. He seemed actually sad and are we to understand he was upset about what happened to Lucas? The little peaks of Gabe having actual human emotions are extremely interesting to me. So glad Duncan seems to be back. Cranky Duncan was getting old. Now, is this the key that will allow him to remember magic even though he's an adult? Can we use it on Nina? Oh, that's a good question.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I think you could use it on anyone.
2: Yeah, I guess you can. Because it's really just either to either remember magic or even just know about it. Like, yeah, to it not exists. forget new yeah. magic.
4: Yeah, I wonder if that would like work going forward. I
1: guess so. Yeah. You do it to Nina and immediately, and immediately she's like, ah, fucking mirrors. No.
2: Yeah. yeah Why did you go in there? Stay away from <laughs> it. <Traumatizing>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never look at another mirror again. That was great, Lindsay. Thank you. Uh, next one we have is from Dawn Elizabeth. She says, What a great episode. Rufus is back. Yay. Glad to be introduced to Squadron Strange. Kinsey finally figured out about Gabe. The scene of her in Squadron. Uh, her and scott and eden's head made my heart pounding i was so afraid they would get stuck in there i'm appreciating eden's character more and kudos to the actress for doing such a good job i didn't think it was a good idea for Bodie to visit rufus but it seems to have worked out okay now they have the information to figure out where rufus's mom went i really enjoyed this one things are coming together side note thank you for the explanation of anywhere key versus an everywhere key (laughs) that made a lot of sense and no thank you to an everywhere key after all (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's funny thank you that was great um okay we also have a voice message from our good friend steve let's see what he has to say
3: hello strange indeed this is for lock and key episode five because i don't know when i'm gonna get a chance to do it this week with thanksgiving cool a letter from rufus i'm assuming this is some ominous music as we have Gabe approaching Kinsey's door. Okay, this is the one time when they shouldn't be telling him anything. Or telling anybody anything. Are they going to take Bodie with them? Because he seems to have a knack for finding keys. Have we had any evidence of Tyler hearing the whispering? I don't remember. So why would he hear it now? Wait, he has an upper floor in his apartment in the dorm? I don't, this is a huge apartment in a dorm for boys. Okay, I guess Tyler does hear the whispering as well. He's here under the bench. (laughs) Denied again, Gabe. (laughs) Tyler got it first. (laughs) Wait, isn't Gabe's bike still at Tyler's house? Cause they came in Tyler's car. I thought that banner said Jackie on it, so now we understand Javi used Jackie's birthday as an excuse to throw this big, gigantic party, and that's why Tyler's not here. Oh, she's going to go into Eden's head while she's passed out. This is going to be interesting. Okay, Scott, I'm certainly glad you came in here to get her out, but you guys better get out of there now. So now they know that Gabe is Dodge. Dodge is Gabe. Uh, okay, I was trying to figure out. She had the fire key. That's what he was using to kill the mannequins. Okay, he's searching for the Whispering Iron, I'm assuming, way too frantically for him to not know what it is, or, oh, look at that, he's got a picture of the black door. Yeah, he knows more than he's telling. So I just realized, as many times as Gabe has been in Keyhouse, has he seen Aaron? Does he know Aaron's there? Hey, Kenzie, and now I have to wait probably more than a week because I'm going out of town to watch the next
2: one. Ugh! <laughs> that was well, so good.
4: Take it on your phone. Watch it on your phone.
2: <laughs> you can find a spare um, hour somewhere, right?
4: Great point about bringing Bodie along to find the key, but he had another storyline.
0: He did. And I
4: think we've seen either Tyler and or Kinsey hear the whispers before, not just Bodie, I think. But I'm not Oh my
2: Gosh, I don't remember. I remember Bodie, when you find the keys, you hear the whispering, but I don't remember if the kids, other, like... I feel like Tyler there was at least it.
4: one scene where one of those two also heard it.
2: I'd have to go back. It's been a, yeah. been a while. I didn't get to rewatch the entire thing. I did like a recap, um, and I don't remember that exactly. But th- I think that the, the the fire key is what Kinsey had around her neck when Eden oh, reached yeah, for okay, it. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Because yeah, then she, she true, grabbed yeah. that, and that's what they used to use on the man- mannequins when they were in her head. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's... Mm -hmm. maybe
4: uh maybe maybe it was a little bit of a clue that she couldn't take it
2: maybe or maybe she was testing that to see if she could and so i mean yeah yeah yeah. you're right okay wow thanks steve that was hilarious um i was laughing quite a bit during that so thank you that was (laughs) great thank you to everyone um contributing the feedback it's really great to hear everyone's thoughts um and varying opinions and when you agree with us that's cool too um okay so now we'll um get into some comic talk maybe i think paik you kind of hinted that you may have a a little something so just um for everyone if you don't want to hear either comparisons about the comic to what happened in this episode or maybe potential spoilers um, that happened in the comic then you might want to skip ahead just a little bit so paik what you got this week
1: all right, uh, some just like, really small things that I just kind of noticed or that I thought. Um, first is the scene with Eden arm wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me of Zach, which is the kind of Gabe Dodge character. I've mentioned that a few mm-hmm. times. Um, he's unnaturally skilled at fencing. He's in like the fencing team at the school, and they're watching one of his matches, and he just destroys this kid at it like you know he's like doing matrix style move like dodges and stuff dodges huh? and um <laughs> but like it's that same thing is like he just like easily beats this kid and then like there's like this kind of panel in the comics of after that match the kid like takes his like mask off like the little fencing helmet thing whatever mm-hmm. and just the look on his face was like almost exactly the same as that boy after eden had just crushed him at that way <laughs> he's like what just happened? (laughs) That's not. (laughs) And so I don't know if it was an intentional thing or not to make those kind of comparisons, but I thought of it whenever I saw that I was like, Oh yeah. Like it's just showing that like, they're just like really strong and like Mm -hmm. athletic and you know, like there's just something very unnatural about it. Interesting.
2: Well, that's good. Like a little tie in to kind of reveal that. Cause I don't think that we really knew that before um, Mm -hmm. this kind of confirmed it. Yeah. And and then the
1: other little one that I thought was cool was, and uh, I think, Dawn mentioned it in her feedback. Squadron Strange, uh, which is a pretty big thing in the comics. Uh, I don't know if Rufus actually like wrote them and did them himself. I think it might be an already existing comic book thing because he has action figures and stuff of the different members mm-hmm. yeah. as well that he plays with a lot. It's led by Jack knife <laughs> um, <laughs> instead of his mother. But, um, but I thought it was cool. Cause uh, a lot of, there's like moments in the comics where the art style is completely different. It's very like, gi joe kind of you know that kind of art style and it's like rufus and Bodie fighting alongside versions of his action figures the squadron strange team as they like deal with sam or dodge or like different things and they kind of put it into this like very gi joe military style art in the comics and it kind of you see it through rufus's creative mind Mm -hmm. And he kind of does everything through Squadron Strange, and so I thought that was really cool that they finally brought that into this show. That that's that's cool. Rufus's connection with there, and then maybe that could be, you know, hinting at Rufus playing a bigger part with some of that stuff down the road. So yeah, yep. I like it. That's really all I had, other than I mentioned last week or whatever. My uh, thoughts for maybe the big thing that could happen that would be super spoiler, and I won't say it. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking now I might write it on a piece of paper and fold it up when we're done with this. Okay. And then that will be revealed if it happens. I'll be like, boom, check that nice. out. Nice. <laughs> okay, cool. But I keep I keep thinking about it, and I'm like, oh my god, if they went there, wow. So I'm, I think I'm going to do okay, it. Okay, yeah,
2: right. You it
4: need down to it. send yours to Rima, and Rima sends her Dexter one to you.
2: No. <laughs> Cake already knows um, what my Dexter... Yeah. We, I, I shared it with Pake, but I didn't you share it with the him? audience. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> um... Were Duncan and Tyler working on this car together in the comic too? They were, right?
1: No, I don't think there was so. nobody working on a car.
4: Am. Okay, I could have sworn no, I remembered to... that, but I'm, maybe I'm I just in, made it up.
1: I'm in volume five right now. Yeah, uh, and maybe I haven't it's got later. There yet, I don't know. So.
4: how many volumes are there in the main six, six. series? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. yeah, that's the grand finale. They work on a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's the big, big
1: scene, big, big climax, whole thing. Roll yeah,
2: finished. Super cool <laughs> muscle car. I love that car. FYI, I,
1: I, <laughs> we I may not like, have oh, defeated yes. Dodge, but we
2: got this car. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> car going. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what matters. God, I love a good muscle car. <laughs> that that was awesome. Cool. All right. Anything else for comic talk from anyone? I think that's it. Cool. Unless yeah. thank you, Paik.
1: Got any questions about stuff that might have been? But, yeah. That's it.
2: <laughs> cool.
4: Uh, okay. So next week we're going to be covering season two, episode six called the maze.
2: I don't, I don't know what that alludes to. I mean, I'm okay with the mirror. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I,
4: I wish they would do something again with the mirror key. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I guess you guys will find out about that episode when we're done here. Um, well, we are excited for you to follow us into key house, but until then you can follow us on Twitter at strange Tea cast.
4: You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash stranger Tea cast.
1: You can email us at stranger at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the TV time app
4: and you can find strange indeed and some other great podcasts at podcastica.com. Go out and leave a review for strange indeed on Apple podcast.
2: So, speaking of great podcasts, um Jason, you want to tell us a little bit about what is happening um at, on Podcastica?
4: I mean, World Beyond is continuing to be really good leading up to its series finale and um Wheel of Time, Greg and Wendy and uh, Ben, ben mm-hmm. just put out their first episode. I, I haven't saw had a chance that. to watch the series yet, so
2: Oh, Didn't they man. drop the first then, three episodes? I think. Yes. Yeah.
4: So they're going to try to do two this week and two next week, I think, and then they'll be caught up week by week. Oh gosh! After that, Good look to them. I know how hard that is. Ben and Greg and Whitney. I know. Uh, and awesome. then, um, I guess that's yeah. That's all I'm doing right now, and this is awesome. I think it's hard to pick, but I would say between Lock and Key and World Beyond, they're pretty even. But I think Lock and Key takes the edge, just a little bit. Ooh, well. <laughs> or which one's my favorite?
2: I'd like to hear that. <laughs> like to know we tipped the scales a little bit. That's great. Um, Peek, what about you and Daphne? What have you got going on at Run For Your Lives this week?
1: Yeah, uh, this week on Run For Your Lives, even though it is Thanksgiving, and we're releasing the episode Black Friday, and we did a Thanksgiving special last year, but we did Thanksgiving last year, and I think we decided Killing <laughs> killed Thanksgiving. So... <laughs> No holiday special this year. It's just a regular different movie. Um, Great. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, no, but we are doing the, i want to say 2013 uh, kind of home invasion movie, Your are Next.
0: Mm.
4: Oh, I was always curious about that one. I heard it was good.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it got a high Rotten Tomatoes score. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it says a lot.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe.
1: Yeah. So that one's definitely a, a fun one. So, yeah check that out let us know what you think and then we've got something planned we're recording so i'll go ahead and throw that out there um this weekend we're recording so by the time you're hearing this it's just a few days you've got till saturday i think when we record we're doing kind of a special episode because with the holidays and stuff it was hard for us to kind of with <laughs> me podcasting with two stuff with two things over here on mm-hmm. uh strange indeed and stuff to try to find a movie and fit that in with the holiday because we usually record on thursdays so instead we're doing something special we do our little like season finales that we do we look back specials where we talk about some of our favorite stuff from the past yep. so we decided this week we're going to record a look forward or a look ahead special Oh, nice where we're going to pitch each other like a list of movies that we haven't covered yet that we'd like to cover and kind of why and so we'd like to get a lot of feedback of what you guys would like to hear us talk about on run for your life so if you have any movies that kind of fit creature features disaster movies monster movies stuff like that that you'd like to hear us talk about on run for your lives then uh Get us some feedback find us on facebook or run for your lives podcast at gmail.com and yeah hit us up with some ideas we'd love to read that out on the show as well and see what people would like us to cover and talk about them
2: oh that's fun mm-hmm. excellent well, thanks guys
4: all right that is our show thanks for listening everybody
2: until next time i'm rima i'm jason and i'm Pete. and letty chase is strange indeed Hey everyone, welcome to our bonus segment dedicated to the Great British Baking Show.
4: This week we're covering Collection 9, Episode 9, Patisserie Week, also known as the semi finals.
0: Yay!
2: Yay! And kind of
1: aww. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this, yeah, <I've>, the- <laughs> it's taken this long, but it's usually now that we're down to, well, three now yeah Mm -hmm. but with this episode i'm finally like fully emotionally invested like where there was moments where i was getting like teary watching (laughs) yeah i was like the music uh, in this episode uh, was
4: incredible they really mm
1: -hmm.
4: captured the emotion of some of those moments and um it made it even harder to not cry (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh the we just found out i didn't realize this but it airs on tuesday in the uk which is today for us we're recording on tuesday so some people know who won, and I really hope that we don't get spoiled on that before we record on the next one. But anyway, let's focus on the semifinals. Yeah, we'll,
2: we'll, f- we'll figure that out, because uh, I don't mm-hmm. want to be spoiled either. I've been spoiled a couple of times this season uh, with, with Bake Off, on, one with someone who lost uh, and was uh, had to leave, Maggie. and then, yeah, with Maggie. And I don't know, it wasn't a person that won or lost, but I... Saw some bakes or something, and I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. shit!" You know, I I don't really want to know any of that. Maybe it wasn't technically a spoiler, but I just I don't want to be exposed to anything before I have a chance to watch it. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah, this one was a tough one and a lot of emotion. Uh, as uh Jurgen had to leave us this week. So, mm-hmm. I know I know we're going to talk about it and what led up to that. Uh so let's let's start off uh with our favorite bakes. So let's try to start at least on a positive here. Yes. Who wants to start off with one of their favorite bakes for this week on patisserie week?
4: Um I thought the all the signatures looked pretty awesome mm-hmm. um yep what did Jurgen do
2: Jurgen's was uh murder at the opera for his signature The signature yeah yeah
4: okay that was a great idea
2: i thought it was a really great idea too i thought it was, it
4: was a cool idea but it wasn't as perfect as everyone else's and he was the only one that didn't get the um yeah. handshake
0: mm-hmm. and
4: uh was- paul liked it but didn't love it
1: yeah, because it was beets, again, like, a, yeah. like a beetroot, in, <laughs> uh, which I love beets, but in a cake, I had never really thought. And so it's that, very unique, I so know, I 200% would try it, but... Uh, I, I would
4: Beets try are one it, of the but... few foods I'm not really into, one of the mm-hmm. rare foods I'm not into, uh, So, I, I, but the idea was cool.
2: Well, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't know that I've tried it in a type of bake, he said. And I think I've heard other bakers in the past seasons before who've, who've used it say it can give it a, a sweetness somehow yeah. but i'm like man beets taste like dirt to me so i don't <laughs> know gross. yeah i don't like uh, them at all but i don't but, like most vegetables so uh.
4: <laughs> yeah you wouldn't put green beans on a cake but um i carrot- thought ch- chigs looked flawless uh it looked yes. like right out of a oh high-end gosh. parisian patisserie this right. raspberry thing mm-hmm. but i still my favorite was christelle's uh Yuzu, coconut, black sesame slices. It looked really different. And No cool. me, so. and the, I'm
1: shocked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then
4: the way and then the way that Prue like it's a little bit of genius. Like they were just kind of surprised at all the different flavors and how well they played together mm-hmm. and it looked cool. And she got the handshake and she was so overwhelmed by that. Oh my god, what? Uh
1: yeah.
4: so that that one really took the cake for me, that, <laughs> that one.
1: Took the cake. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, but uh, Jurgens was, yeah, beetroot and cassis, which I had to look that up because I was like, what the hell is cassis? It's blackcurrant. Oh, is- <laughs> I've never heard it referred to as cassis, but black I current. haven't either. Yeah, um, yeah, my favorite as far as the signature is the one we haven't talked about, which was Giuseppe, uh, tiramisu, because yes, just give him mm, the win right there. Yummy, go home, everybody <laughs> can go home. Uh, also, although he did almost pull a Maggie and threw the batter in the, know. the flour. Uh, you
4: the flour.
1: But man, yeah, tiramisu. Maybe Maggie
4: won't feel so bad when right. she sees that.
1: Yeah. He had a little Marsala wine, which I've heard of people doing alongside the coffee and stuff in there, but I like my tiramisu with a good dose of rum, I think is a good way to make a nice boozy tiramisu. Hmm. But that is, tiramisu mm-hmm. is, and I can't believe, because a couple weeks ago, I talked about like my favorite desserts when I like trifecta, but then I really, it's more of a Mount Rushmore because... And I don't know how I forgot tiramisu on there. I <laughs> overlooked it, and I was—I knew I was forgetting something because if I get my pillars of perfect deliciousness, my my Mount Rushmore of desserts. Because I mentioned New York cheesecake, key lime pie, baklava, and tiramisu.
2: Yes, you, you can't go wrong that. with those four. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: <laughs> I love tiramisu, but I maybe because I've had it so much, it didn't mm-hmm. stand out as much to me. You know, all the other ones I don't have a chance to get my hands on so much, right? But it's good. It's you can't go wrong with it. Yet, yeah. There's so a
1: there's yeah. like a, like a little like. Italian place down the street from me that Mm. does a really good, like boozy rummy tiramisu that, Now I might have to get for dinner tomorrow. (laughs) I got a really good
4: baklava after that one episode a a little while back.
1: Oh, man. I went and bought Twix that one week after those. (laughs) Um, So uh, uh,
4: Like a couple times. (laughs) I was rifling through my kids' uh, Halloween
2: candy. Perfect timing because it was like right around the Halloween time. All the Halloween candy. I didn't have any Halloween candy in the house, though. I don't have (laughs) trick-or-treaters, and I didn't get my kid any Halloween candy. I she's still trying to eat those um Reese um Reese candy that I bought her when we were in Hershey, so I did uh-huh. not buy her any. So I was like jonesing for Twix and none to be found. Um yeah, I thought that looked really tasty, too. Yeah, so for their signature, which I didn't announce what they had to do for the bakes this week, but the signature was eight patisserie-style layered slices, and Christelle definitely upped her game with adding layers. Like they, they had to have like at least a minimum amount of layers, but she definitely upped it with the amount mm-hmm. that she had. I mean, it, it, she had a lot of things in there, and it I, I, that can be a risk sometimes because sometimes too much— you know you don't quite get all your flavors and she's good at but it, she's though. good at it yeah. and she she knocked it out of the park the so she's, you could tell she's she was so scared
1: a little bit i love how paul was just so quiet yeah. and she's like yeah in fear and then he just raises <laughs> out the hand and you're like ah, oh, yes i mean her whole
4: thing this week was she's like i'm not this isn't going to be my strong week and so i'll probably go home and i think maybe that just took the pressure off and she was able yeah. to
1: yeah, at the it. opening yeah, her she... and chicks both were very unconfident in their patisserie skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, both and it of them was crushed interesting because other
4: than
1: the, <laughs> the technical, I mean,
4: yeah. uh, what's Jurgen and Giuseppe were first and second in the technical, but in the showstopper, which I think has more weight, I feel mm-hmm. like the technical has the least amount of weight and it can like solve a tiebreaker situation. And yeah. that's maybe about it. But, um, in the showstopper, Jurgen and um, Giuseppe were the bottom two because mm-hmm. uh, the other two, uh, Christelle and Chigs, just knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. And they thought Jurgen's looked kind of boring and the taste mm-hmm. was good, but not amazing. And um, I forgot they had something negative to say about Giuseppe's, too, about his showstopper. Um, the the
2: flavors, the like if, that, if the cherry, as as yeah, yeah the they the couldn't taste. And yeah. then if the cherry so, hadn't been there, they wouldn't have had really had much flavor.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think even though Juergen, I'm kind of skipping ahead here, sorry, but even though Jurgen beat Giuseppe in the technical just by one, uh, the the fact that his signature didn't get the handshake that was probably the main thing that did him in because yeah, maybe the they weakest. were kind of about even in the showstopper yeah. too, you know, you and yeah. Giuseppe. It had to be one of them. And because his signature didn't get the handshake, that was it. But it was so close this week, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: It was hard, a hard choice.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. It, well, going just back to favorite bakes, since that's kind of what we were talking about, I'll just mention okay. mine. And I think that was, um, for me, well, gosh, I don't know because uh, they were all uh, so many of them look so good. I am going to say one of them uh, for sure uh, was Chiggs's, um signature. His raspberry and chocolate slices just look so amazing, yeah, and that looked perfect. Yeah, I, and I yeah. love raspberry and chocolate, you know, together. And uh, yes. I would definitely eat all of that. It wouldn't even have to <laughs> be perfectly cut. I would eat it straight out of his setting pan. Just give me <laughs> a fork and a spoon, and I am a happy girl. Um, yeah. So that, that's probably but- one of my favorites.
4: But in the showstopper, Christelle, like it was interesting, the showstoppers, they had those centerpieces and I didn't think any of them looked, maybe Christelle's looked pretty impressive. And I guess Giuseppe's Leaning Tower, I thought Chig's tree looked like something a kindergarten would <laughs> do or right? something. the tree was
2: a little simplistic.
4: Yeah. Uh, and the apples looked all purple instead of red. Uh, and then, uh, but Jurgen's, I actually thought looked really good. And I think... Japanese aesthetic is about minimalism, and I feel like uh, Prue wasn't fully getting that, and she was like, we need mm. to add more detail, it's boring. I'm like, I don't know, but then Paul mentioned the colors, and I guess the colors were kind of unappetizing that weird pea green or whatever it was.
0: Yeah, I think. It but was I color. felt like
4: they were a little harsh on him on that part of it, because I thought yeah. they it looked really minimal like a Japanese thing would, you know?
1: I don't that was know. interesting, because the wrong. centerpieces had to be edible, but I don't think they tasted any of them. They only yeah. Yeah. tasted the taste. Entremont, or the, the, what is it, the entremaze
2: Yes. The, but, the
4: oh, yeah, but I remember why I brought that up, because Christelle, hers, whatever those orbs were, they had a really nice look to them, a combination of yellowy red. Oh, my gosh, like beautiful
2: red. marbly uh, yeah. Yeah. color.
4: and it was beautiful. When, when Paul bit into it, he says, Christelle, that is flawless. And that was a really emotional moment, too. I think there was some good music to go oh, with. Oh, I her. cried.
1: But I cried. I was <laughs> crying so hard. I was emotional during hers and and, and Chig's. I, I got emotional yeah. on Chiggs his too. behalf because... Paul had some of the like most intensely kind things to say. He's like, "You started baking just yeah. last year. Yeah. You've been and on you're quite a here, journey. And look what you're doing." I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. Paul. I know <laughs> that was awesome." I was like, it's how
2: beautiful of a thing for Paul he to said, say. This is very,
4: very, very, very good. <laughs> yeah,
2: I just thought I love that. I love it when when Paul gives out like genuine compliments like that and and praise because yeah. I he he does it. I think more than what he kind of used to in the early days, but it's still you know he he's. I think a little limited with it sometimes. And I thought that was great to see, you know, we've talked about it, you know, chicks progress and how he's improved and and learned and gotten better. And yeah, I think it says a lot considering he just started baking a year ago and look, he's ended up in the semifinals there. Uh, Well, and now the finals, because we know that he made it to the, to the final round there. But um, I I love that. All the tears for chicks.
4: I mean, and it, it, they're doing, they, they're doing so well. Prue said, you know, I don't think I've ever had an afternoon in the tent as satisfactory as this one mm-hmm. after the um, signature. And part of that was that she liked Jürgens a lot. She kept telling him, I would have given you the handshake. So mm-hmm. she had an even better day than Paul did there. And uh, it, it, I guess I'm just bringing that up because you're mentioning that they're being complimentary. And it, it's because they really have just really done well, I think. Well, yeah. they Maybe said they had to than-
2: pick the worst of the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was tough. it's hard. Yeah.
1: Man, yeah. But yeah, uh, with favorite bakes. So we talked about the the signature. But I have to pick a favorite of the showstoppers separately. Then yeah, christelle Uh
2: I'm picking christelle I I'm
1: going with um that vanilla coconut with the mango and passion fruit like casing with a meringue and fondant uh like wedding centerpiece. She did the puffed rice thing too. But man, uh I'm just impressed. Every time she does stuff, it's, I brought it up before, her piping. She is a piping master. Oh, my gosh. The yeah. swir- the, the different color swirls for the, the flowers on the wedding piece. I was like, and she's just like, yeah, you just mix the two in and then they come out this way. It's
2: like, <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: holy crap, you're just, so good. Or like, yeah. she did freaking pine cones. I was like, yeah, this is mm-hmm. the piping she's queen forever. She's
2: so talented. <laughs> yeah.
4: I just whipped it up.
1: <laughs> and she did make it to the finals, so I better see her and Noel lim- have a limbo off next week. I want yeah. it. I need they it. can't
4: put that out there and not follow <laughs> up on it.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Her showstopper, I thought, was beautiful, and I bet it tasted amazing. But I also really love Chigs too. I know that he had a little bit of a mistake there we didn't have enough red uh, for his apples, but they looked amazing and like I yeah. love caramel apple. inside they
4: looked really yeah, good yeah so he had too. the
2: caramel and they were sitting on like this little biscuit and I was like I would love that uh, I mean so, it's like
1: apple pie filling the like caramelized apple with like, yeah
2: give me all wrapped of those. in chocolate
1: though it's like a chocolate apple pie <laughs> yeah yeah
2: <laughs> all the flavors so yeah they all looked really good and I thought Giuseppe's I mean I I thought like his his Leaning Tower of Pisa looked a little plain but his yeah. his uh, An were His beautiful I mean that was mm-hmm. a beautiful green um yeah. shiny and so, yeah. bright,
4: and I wanted to try it too. The pine nut babois mm-hmm.
1: seems interesting, although they said the flavor pine nuts are a very strong flavor, so I'm surprised that it wasn't mm-hmm. that strong,
2: yeah, maybe he held back on it a little bit, worried about worried about them being overwhelming, maybe if that's mm-hmm. what they're known for, uh all right. Well, let's talk about some of our. Uh, we've been talking about some of our uh, standout moments or favorite moments, but um, are there any other standout moments? We'll go around the around the room here. Who wants to start off with one of their favorite or standout moments?
4: Do you want to go?
1: Oh uh, yes, yeah, sure. Uh, just the very top of the episode, I thought was a priceless moment with <laughs> Noel joking about knocking over Sarah's cake last season as the yeah. ghost of David Bowie. I thought that
4: was, that was just so it. great.
1: Um, <laughs> Cause Good. It was already so a funny much.
4: joke. Yeah. <laughs> with the... Uh... Matt is uh, Freddie Mercury, Noel yeah. is David Bowie, Paul is Elvis, and Prue comes up. They're like, hey, buddy, Holly.
0: What? <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, we're ghosts. If you want to have a bit of fun, just knock someone's cake over. You do that, do you? You remember Sura? Yeah.
2: That was so <laughs> good. Gosh, how could uh, we forget that moment? <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I liked when... Okay, this was a great moment, but there's a little piece that just knocked it into probably my favorite I bet moment. I know. I, Go ahead. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, when Christelle told her family that she got Starbaker, because she, she's like, I got bad news. You're not going to see me another week because I got Starbaker! And she screams, and her family's screaming uh, over the speakerphone, which was really nice. But then the camera cut to this squirrel that's like,
0: what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why is everybody
1: screaming? Trying to it's humans eat some nuts uh. over here.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Give me some of that pine nut baba. Leave me alone. <laughs> I know which moment you're thinking of, but that's not the one I was thinking of. Go ahead. Yep,
2: yep. That that was not the moment I was thinking of, so since you're not gonna talk about it, I will. Uh, and that was Noel's Cobra Kai mention.
4: Oh, that's, you know, I thought you, I, I got it wrong, too. Oh, well, but that's pretty cool. Yeah,
2: we're all just wrong. No, that was <laughs> no. I love that. I thought that was uh, funny how he said that he, you know, Noel was uh, teasing, saying that, you know, uh, he'd sweep Paul's legs. Guys. Leg. And I was just like, because he's Yay. mad
4: that they. They notice little things, little details. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or whatever.
2: I love that, because you know, obviously we're big fans of the show. Yeah.
4: podcast yeah. on
2: it, and that was super <laughs> fun. And I was like, holy shit, does Noel watch Cobra Kai?
4: Like, <laughs> He may just be a Karate Kid fan, but he, yeah. He
2: might mm-hmm.
4: be.
1: <laughs> yeah. But anyway. I, I felt yeah, that was, great. was kind of off, not necessarily just in his baking, but just something with him, like this whole episode. He said, like, oh, I saw it coming or whatever, but I did think... You know, I felt a little bad for him, but it was kind of funny also with during the technical when Noel is is kind of talking to him and joking with him, and he was just, I was like, man, Jurgen has no time for Noel's shit today. Too stressed. Like he yeah. was just he was very much like, out. I'm gonna go get some raspberries. Like he was just not vibing mm-hmm. with his joking and stuff at mm-hmm. that point. But he, he called him Yerky Pops. I was like, man, <laughs> you're not gonna go off with that one. I'm like, he's just
4: yeah, and not always, but often on the show when it, when they're in the zone. Then they're of better cheer. But when they're really stressed out like that, they don't do as well. The one exception is that one Indian guy who won the whole thing a few years back. Mm -hmm. And he was just so like wrought, like anxious Mm -hmm. every time you saw him. But he was a genius, which I found him really interesting. But anyways, most of the time, yeah, you can kind of feel when they're like really grooving on it Mm -hmm. (laughs) or not.
2: Yeah, Jurgen was struggling during the cuz I think that was during the showstopper, right? That was when he um or I think during that time he left a piece out of his um, yeah. Tory, Tory gate. And it was a real critical mm-hmm. piece and had to like start over with like 30 minutes left. Yeah. Um so he was really feeling it. it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was rough to see Jurgen cuz he 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 just always seems so calm and cool and collected, and he you know has his what twenty page you know notes for his recipes, mm-hmm. and he follows each step. and He's so meticulous. So it was definitely a different you know kind of side, uh, and it was hard to see him, him struggle because you know we love Jürgen so. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. and now um, you know a few weeks ago, if if somebody told me you know uh, Jürgen's gonna be out in the semifinals and it's going to be, uh, Giuseppe, Christelle and Chiggs. And I'd be like, well, I'm going to bet on Giuseppe, but now because they've improved so much, mm-hmm. I really don't know. I, I wouldn't even yeah. predict, predict Giuseppe at this point.
1: That's, that's literally <laughs> in my notes where I was just like, I've been pretty much set like since the very beginning of the season that Giuseppe has like the biggest shot. But yeah. after, after this week, I can't call it. There's no way. I, it could go yeah. anywhere.
4: Chiggs like, Oh, I mean, Christelle got Starbreaker, like yeah, who yeah. knows?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's this is probably It's anybody's game. Yeah, yeah, I I feel like I feel like sometimes you always kinda have a, a feeling between, you know, when you get down to the final three, uh at least one person that may not make it and who who it'll be a, a kind of a battle between two mm-hmm. of them. But I feel like this this nope. one, I know it's oh could be any of them i mean it was a shocker to see jurgen go it was like they were saying they had to pick the worst of the best Mm
0: -hmm.
4: i just yeah i'm like imagining well how how do they make their bakes just so mind-blowingly amazing that they'll win for sure where you know one of the judges will taste it just be like i'm gonna die right here that was so good i don't need anything else (laughs) i mean they're just so good like how do you
1: this one Top. was hard to call. I almost was like, I yeah. know they probably just would never do this on the show. But I was like, if they ever did, this would be the week where, you know, they come out and Christelle, you win Star Baker. And then Matt would be like, you know, and I have to announce that the loser is none of you. You're all going to the finals because we couldn't.
4: Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs>
0: I've done that before.
4: Yeah. yeah. They should next year just get a bunch of really crappy bakers. <laughs> That'd be
0: interesting. <laughs>
2: it, it would be different. It would be different. <laughs> it, would be different. Yeah, yeah. it would be very different. <laughs> like us. No, I mean, not you, Rima, but oh.
4: I don't even know. Peg, can you bake?
1: No,
2: absolutely not. Okay. Um, Me and Peggy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I would not even qualify, but that's nice. Uh, I only aspire to be half as good as some <laughs> of those.
1: I can do those and, uh, Those little like sugar cookies at Christmas that you come in the tube, and you just cut them in slices and put them on the pan. I can do those. That's, that's <laughs> <what> I, <laughs>
4: If uh that would be the technical <laughs> cut this up and <laughs> stick it in the bag.
1: Um
4: if no one else is gonna mention it, I will mention that I did think it was really cute when Christelle was put I gotta put this candle in the hole and she's like <laughs> giggling and now I'm just gonna smooth it up and down or whatever. And Matt's like, Oh my god, I can't take much more of this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like pretty cute. Like that yeah. they're all just a bunch of children. <laughs> I can relate. Mm. Um, Man,
1: the journey with Chigs. Oh my gosh! It was especially the technical. I because let's see what what did I have? It on It was my pretty bad. Well, yeah, I, I said.
2: Uh, yeah, he got four.
1: Chigs is trying to skate this whole challenge with absolutely no idea what he's doing, and it's quite a ride to go on with him. Even though it did not go <laughs> well, it was fun. To him just being like, "So I guess we do this now," and then-
4: <laughs> <laughs> that thing. Even the one that was finished, the mm-hmm. Breton tart, whatever
2: sable Breton tart. Yeah, yeah.
4: the um, what do you call the pistachio part mm. looked like guacamole to me. It sounds was was like that
2: oh god, gross. I'm so uh, glad. Thank you, because I feel like every I'm time I'm sure it
4: would taste good, but
2: every yeah. time I think I think something looks gross, you guys are like oh, that sounds really good to me. Um, so <laughs>
4: it sounds I, good, but it looked like guacamole.
2: I was like that I mean, I doesn't like appetizing I at all. It looked like pea soup. <laughs> piped on top of that tart. <laughs> it just did not look good to me at mm-hmm, all. With
4: a big pile of strawberries yeah, on top. Yeah,
2: like, it just... And even the tart itself didn't really sound that appealing. It was, like, just this it was like, big shortbread like shortbread, but not type. as sweet. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay. and I'm like, oh, well, shortbread to me isn't that sweet. Right. And I'm like, oh, so it's even like less sweet than that. And now you're smearing pistachio stuff all over it and just topped with mm. strawberries. This does not sound good to me at all. Maybe it's a, maybe it's <laughs> challenging as a bake, but appetizing mm-hmm. or taste good. In my opinion. No, thank you. I, I see. Like you no, know, I little mean, kisses that's not
1: the gold leg like, on them. I, yeah. I like
4: those. I'm not saying it wouldn't taste good. I'm well, just saying it looked like guacamole.
2: I'm saying it wouldn't taste good to me. <laughs> it doesn't sound ep- appealing to me for my taste buds. So, um, but yeah. Um, okay. Any other standout moments? Favorite moments?
4: I did think it was kind of funny that Chigs, I forget exactly what he said, but after Christelle and Giuseppe also got handshakes, he was like, Well, he's just giving them out all willy nilly, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thought I was special, is the first Yeah, one. that's what it, was. Yeah.
2: it does make it just slightly less special <laughs> when he's giving three out of the four bakers you know, handshakes on their signatures. It's like, no, well, I cried. (laughs) I cried when they all got a handshake. Uh, I mean, but I was like, wow, Paul, you're, you're really handing those out and maybe they were deserved, but, uh, I still cried. I was so happy for (laughs) them, you know, and got emotional. So I I feel like I was a family member watching them get that. So
4: maybe Paul has some kind of physical tell if the hair on the back of his neck stands up, he's got to give a handshake or something (laughs) like that.
2: Maybe, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I did like Jürgen's, um explanation about whenever he was talking about his uh, murder at the opera signature uh, you know talking mm-hmm. about that opera that he liked um, because it was multi-layered like his bakes I thought that was mm-hmm. sweet because his bakes mm-hmm. typically are very complicated they always like to tease him about how many steps that he has in his recipes and things like that um, so I like that moment Thought it was fun. Any others? No. That's it. That's it. Well, so after this uh episode we're we're down to 3. Are is yeah. it is it fair to even say that we have a favorite cuz I, I don't know, I feel if I if you ask me and no one is, but I'll just say it. I mean, I all three that are remaining
1: Yeah. Are, I mean, are I had favorite. a favorite this episode. I mean, like I mentioned that. I think just the journey uh, with Chigs was the most yeah, fun this episode. I had mo- the most fun watching him. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but as far as like a favorite to win it, like we were saying, it's anyone's game. I can't call it.
4: Yeah, I, I feel exactly the same. I thought Chigs because he's such an affable guy too, and he's come so far. I found him really interesting this episode. But as far as a prediction, who could win? I I don't have a clue.
2: Yeah. I and I don't have it, it just really does depend. If if they all have a great week, I can't imagine what it will be like for the judges. Uh, I think it's going to have to be someone just has a goof or a fail, or
0: yeah,
4: maybe.
2: And I don't they didn't, wish that oh, on yeah, anyone, right. but you know, it's like yeah. everyone kind of struggles. Everyone, even Jurgen, dropped his bake on the floor one week, you know, I mean, every,
4: <laughs> just picked it right back up. Yeah, maybe. so
2: I mean, it happens.
4: Um, yeah, and and I also don't. Feel like there's anyone I like, don't want to win, or I would be happy with any
2: of these three. I would be, yeah, yeah, I would be extremely happy for any of them. Heck, even the four that we had this episode.
1: Mm -hmm. Giuseppe's got those skills and stuff that he's really honed, and I think he has earned it through a lot of work. Exactly. Christelle is just so awesome and she's worked really hard. Mm -hmm. And then Jigs is a really cool story of like, he didn't even start baking until the pandemic. And now for him to win bake off would be awesome. So yeah, it's, right. yeah. <laughs> that's like a, Cinderella
4: if Chiggs wasn't too. a nice person, I would be really annoyed by that, but he's so nice. <laughs> yeah.
2: they, well, they so rarely have assholes on this show, you know? So mm-hmm. you, 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 or me, but anyway, just I'm the like fact all that them. he's
4: only been doing it for a year. Yeah. it's like, dude, I guess sometimes you come to something without a lot of baggage, then you can really just mm-hmm. throw yourself into it with your full maturity and learn it. Well, if you're a certain kind of person, but also baking is such a broad, as we've seen from the show, like, how do you know all the different Styles and things, and you know, yeah. everything.
2: Well, clearly, with the technical, Chigs didn't know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's right,
4: it's a yeah. good point. He's he probably at a disadvantage there. Yeah,
1: he didn't know what half those words were. He's like, <laughs> and right. then make the that. Okay, cool.
2: <laughs> he's like, I know what do you say? Strawberries and um, pistachio were the two. Can I Google? Yeah, and he did not come I mean he got fourth uh in that and Jurgen yeah. won the technical and he still had to leave. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. the technicals I don't think always such a great maybe like I think you mentioned Jason, it can maybe sometimes help with a tiebreaker kind of situation, but some I don't know how helpful it is in some of these situations. Yeah. Um,
4: here it didn't really um, seem to make one bit of difference.
2: It, well Christelle <laughs> got third and she got star baker.
4: Mm-hmm. And Chiggs got last and yep. Jurgen got first and went home.
2: Mm -hmm. yep so yeah it's it's but it's just a way to kind of i guess check their skills and maybe maybe if they need to use it as a
1: as a tiebreaker i feel like yeah yeah and it's good for tv make them sweat a little
0: bit yeah Yeah, absolutely
2: (laughs) kind of give them something challenging to push their skills and what they've learned and and you know will they know how to handle a certain ingredient or baking process or how to handle a certain dough, all that fun stuff, I would be, oh, I would just, I would melt. The very first technical challenge, I'd just be like, nope, I'm out. I I give up. I, <laughs> I have nothing to present. I'm out of here. I would totally probably <laughs> cave under pressure.
4: It says make the dough. So I'm just going to like put all this ingredients in a bowl and start <laughs> kneading it together and hope that works.
2: Yeah. Mm. Wouldn't have a clue. If, they, if you just say make the dough, I'm like, I, I, I only know one way to make dough and it's probably the wrong way. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well, so yeah. I mean that going into the finals, any any re- remaining thoughts on this week's episode?
4: Any no, I mean, notes? no, just no. interested and kind of anxious, strangely enough, to learn who's going to win.
2: Yeah. yeah. I can't believe we're, I he- I we're already here. It feels like we just started covering it, but it's been, <laughs> what, 10 episodes, right? So, yeah. or at least it will be. Uh, the next one will be 10 episodes.
4: And I guess, again, this time, because of COVID, they're not going to have all the previous oh, bakers come back i don't right? i
2: don't know that i I'm haven't sure. read that sure. i know last year no they did not because they were they in had a bubble the crew,
4: i think yeah. yeah i think
2: they just had the crew that they were all in a bubble I think it with. might be the same it oh. probably is because they are they did do a pandemic bubble uh like they did yeah. last year so i would be willing to bet that they won't and i missed that i loved so much when they brought all the bakers back and they got to yeah. celebrate with them and And how they'd say I was cheering you on at home you know I was rooting for Mm -hmm. you and you know um, so yeah it was always good to visit uh, with them again and seeing all their faces okay well if no one has any final thoughts on this week's episode we'll go ahead and wrap it up so as we mentioned next week we will be covering um, the final episode it's episode 10 which is the finals I don't know what next week is i don't know that there's a theme i didn't see it i tried to look without getting spoiled and i didn't see it so i don't know if there's a theme. yeah i don't, I don't know either. it's just finals is all i could find so maybe it's going to be a combination of things don't know i don't see anything i didn't i tried to peek without getting spoiled because i know that yeah. it's i'd be aired. scared to try to look it at yeah, it yeah right i don't want to like yeah ugh. Yeah. I didn't see anything, and I'm glad, but, yeah, because uh, I thought, I think it's airing, or it has aired in the UK, and uh, I was afraid of, so I didn't go too far. Anyway, okay. On your marks.
4: Get set. Bake.
0: bake. <laughs> <laughs>